authority figure is an influencer. An influencer is someone that inspires others to follow guidelines or to create new guidelines or regulations and inspires others to follow them. When authority lacks inspiration, all that is left with is control and dominance. When we as individuals or others feel controlled, we feel a sense of limited freedom, right? So when freedom is limited, helplessness is experienced. So helplessness is a form of powerlessness. So when people be, feel helpless the, in either their external world or their internal world, they were likely to overstep your boundaries. And your boundaries are there to protect your well-being. Boundaries are the key to healthy relationships with yourself as well as others. So uh, today in this episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit about authority figures. And basically, since election day is coming up, hopefully this podcast and this episode will help enlighten and help you assess better boundaries with people that maybe don't have any or basically authority figures in general to kind of take the sting out of exactly what um, an authority figure is and basically to represent that it's just a person or a group of people who have mastered the psychology of influence. When people are influenced, when people are um, more likely to be influenced, they are likely to obey rules and regulations. However, we only like to follow rules and regulations if we feel it benefits us. When we speed to get our work to work on time, we justify this in our minds that punctuality is more beneficial than a speeding ticket, right? So we associate what we identify with or what is important to us. We also identify with authority figures, such as teachers, doctors, uh, people in medicines, basically anybody that holds um, an exceptional amount of knowledge and has influences others to follow this knowledge. We identify with the same people that hold the same moral compass as we do. So this is very interesting. When individuals are not secure with their moral compass, they will externalize it onto others. And this is what we see when we see combated or heated arguments taking place when talking about political views. So to protect your boundaries, it is helpful to acknowledge what exactly your moral compass is. And all a moral compass is is a basically a non-written agreement of guidelines you make for yourself and these guidelines create a life of integrity now integrity is just basically to live through your deepest values and values are what is important to you or and what actions basically you will take to uphold these values right so if we believe our moral compass is the absolute truth, then we will dedicate our lives to black and white thinking or right or wrong thinking. Interestingly enough, there is no universal agreement to what is right or wrong. 
what is right or wrong is up to the individuals and their values. So what is right or wrong is going to be basically what's most beneficial to us. What is beneficial to us, we like to label as correct or incorrect. When speaking with others that are expressing their political viewpoint, it is helpful to listen to them through their personal moral standards or their personal moral compass or what they stand for or what they believe in. So, for example, if politics is a value of yours and you decide to discuss like like a political candidate or a, a political viewpoint or really like religious or spiritual viewpoint, something that's maybe taboo to like other people, understand that ask yourself actually first why you are engaging in this subject and not everyone's going to have the same opinion as you you are. So if you are going to go into a discussion to learn more about a subject or are you simply going to assert your opinion? When you consciously make a decision to exchange one opinion or another with yours and try to change someone else's mind... Um, you're going to want to ask yourself what your intention is to doing so. Like, what's the benefit that you're getting out of it? If you knew for a guarantee that this other person would never change, would you still engage in the conversation? And you can say, like, yes or no to this question. It's not like a right or wrong question. Um, But if your intention is to engage and gain knowledge about the person or their values or new like perspectives, then you'll be in a space of responsiveness and you can reply to others and their opinions without a reaction. So uh, basically a response is making the choice to reply. To react is to give your personal power away. So it's usually, reaction is usually due to impulse or resorting to answers through impulse. So impulse and compulsiveness is a reaction that is resulted from fear or helplessness. So when we are emotionally reactive, we are in a state of fight or flight response within like our brain and body. So this is a protection mechanism. However, you'll be more likely to assert your opinions and boundaries more effectively with yourself and with others when you maintain your inner power by willingly responding rather than having to respond. So when people feel like they are forced into something or having to do something, they are more in a space of they're going to feel more basically defensive and they're going to be more reactionary reaction oriented. So when we are in a space of willingly participating in a conversation, we volunteer to take part in it. So when we willingly and freely participate in anything in general, we are more likely to respond to external factors such as people rather than flying off the handle and reacting. So You can protect your boundaries, guys, by identifying your moral compass, listening to others through their moral standards or their moral compass, and also responding rather than reacting to others and their opinions. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you guys have a beautiful day. You can also view my videos on YouTube 
on LF Murr. Thank you guys so much, and I'll see you on my next episode.